Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 173, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's Wednesday, and that means after today, there are just two more days to go in the book of Nehemiah. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Okay, so Dave, not much farther to go with Nehemiah then. No, we are almost there, Marvin. But of course, it is Wednesday, so before we get to that, let's say hello to our old chum, Benjamin. Oh yeah, of course. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, Benjamin. Hi, you guys. Oh, I'm sure glad you're here. Hector told me earlier he thought you guys weren't doing the podcast today. Oh, that's typical Hector and his fake moves. (laughs) Yes, we are definitely here, Benjamin. So, what have you got for us today? Okay, I have a great joke. Get ready to laugh. Here it comes. Who was the tiniest man in the Bible? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know, Benjamin. Who was the tiniest man in the Bible? Nehemiah. 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 Yeah, like, because he was knee-high. Get it, Dave? Oh, that was a good one, Benjamin. Okay. Well, yes, thanks for coming in, Benjamin. Oh, you're welcome, Dave. Hey, I'll see you guys next week. I'm excited. I get to start my New Testament jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we look forward to those, Benjamin. We sure will. Okay, bye, Benjamin. Bye, you guys. So, Marvin, we had better get to Nehemiah. Okay, yeah. So, yesterday they were building the walls, but their neighbors wanted to attack them, huh? Yep, that's right. But as it turns out, the Jews' trouble wasn't only coming from their neighbours. Oh, okay. Well, who's reading today? Well, today we're back to our good friend and retired speed skater, Petra. Oh, hi, Petra. Hello. Today's passage is taken from Nehemiah, chapter 5, verse 1 to 13. Some men and their wives cried out against their Jewish brothers and sisters. Some of them were saying, There are now many of us. We have many sons and daughters. We have to get some grain so we can eat and stay alive. Others were saying, We're being forced to sell our fields, vineyards and homes. We have to do it to buy grain. There isn't enough food for everyone. Still others were saying, We've had to borrow money. We needed it to pay the king's tax on our fields and vineyards. We belong to the same family lines as the rest of our people. Our children are as good as theirs, but we've had to sell them off as slaves. Some of our daughters have already been made slaves, but we can't do anything about it. That's because our fields and our vineyards now belong to others. I heard them when they cried out, and I was very angry when I heard what they were saying. I thought it over for a while. Then I accused the nobles and officials of breaking the law. I told them, you're charging your own people interest. So I called together a large group of people to handle the matter. I said, our Jewish brothers and sisters were sold to other nations. We've done everything we could to buy them back and bring them home. But look at what you're doing. You're actually selling your own people. Now we'll have to buy them back too. 
The people kept quiet. They couldn't think of anything to say. So I continued, What you're doing isn't right. Shouldn't you show respect for our God? Shouldn't you live in a way that will keep our enemies from saying bad things about us? I'm lending the people money and grain. So are my relatives and my men. But we must stop charging interest. Give the people's fields back to them. Give them back their vineyards, olive groves and houses. Do it right away. Give everything back to them. Also give back the 1% on the money, grain, fresh wine and olive oil you have charged them. We'll give it back, they said, and we won't require anything more from them. We'll do exactly as you say. Then I sent for the priests. I made the nobles and officials promise to do what they had said. I also shook out my pockets and emptied them. I said, someone might decide not to keep this promise they have made. If that happens, may God shake them out of their house. May he empty them of everything they own. The whole community said, Amen. They praised the Lord, and the leaders did what they had promised to do. Thanks, Petra. Okay, Dave, so the Jews were charging interest. Um, what does that mean? Oh, well, sounds like the professor will help us out with that. It's Professor Westminster. 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 Summer, springtime, Professor Westminster. Someone you can always pull. Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Hi, Professor. Ah, yes. So, Marvin, the interest, huh? Well, here is what was happening. The times, they were hard in Judah, yeah? There wasn't much food to go around. And the food that was there was very expensive, yeah? And so the poorer families were having to borrow money from the Jews who were a bit richer. Yeah, it was so bad that some of them had to send their children out to work as slaves. Oh, well, that sounds awful. Yeah, it was. But here's the thing. The Jews who were lending the money, they were charging interest. And that means, let's say you borrowed 100 gold coins. You didn't just pay back the 100 coins. You had to pay a bit more. And if you couldn't pay it back, the person would take your farm or your vineyard. Yeah, it wasn't yours anymore. Oh, but those people who were borrowing money, well, they were borrowing because they didn't have enough. How would they get the extra money to pay them back? Yeah, exactly, Marvin. You see, the people lending the money were not lending the money to be kind. They were doing it to make themselves even richer. And so they were getting richer all the time, and the poor people, they were getting poorer all the time. Oh, oh yeah, that does not seem good. No, it wasn't, Marvin, and that is why Nehemiah was so angry. He said, we are supposed to be God's people, his family, yeah? We should not be acting like this. This is not how God wants us to treat each other. Now, give the poor people back their money and their stuff. Okay, gotcha. And the good news, Marvin, is they did. But yes, the Jews were all building the walls of Jerusalem together, but then when they weren't doing that, they weren't looking after each other. 
They weren't acting like God's people. They were acting like all the other nations. And you see, boys and girls, there's no point getting busy doing God stuff or church stuff or listening to the podcast every day. God will not be pleased with that if we're then going out and being mean to each other and treating each other badly, not loving each other. Like we've talked about, we follow God every day in everything we do. So today's question is, is there anything that you do, anything that you're doing, maybe at home, maybe at school, maybe when you're with your friends, anything that if Nehemiah was around today watching, he would say what he said in today's reading, what you're doing is not right. And if there is, we need to do what the Israelites did. They stopped their sin. And with God's help, that is what we need to do too. Today, ask God to help you to put him in charge of your whole life, to take what you hear in church and in Sunday school and on the podcast, and not just forget all that when you're doing other things, but let that God stuff be what guides everything else we do. Okay, okay, got it, Dave. Great, and well, that's it for today, Marv. So let's say goodbye, and we will be back tomorrow. Okay, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.